hundred years. Take me back when I was a kid. Never had to worry about what I did. But I'm a man now. What's the plan now? Gotta get it done. No time for fun now. Take me back when I was a kid. Never had to worry about what I did. But I'm a man now. What's the plan now? Mike Young, stories that need to be told. Sitting in the car right now with Stock Tip Dave. Say what up, Dave. What up, Dave? <laughs> That's it. So don't miss the turn. So we're studying podcasts, how to make the podcast better, how to get more listeners. We're doing good right now. We're getting the, the, the numbers are increasing. Everyone's talking. I'm going to random cities. People say they hear the podcast. I have no idea how they hear it. We're, I don't even, I, don't, I barely listen to anyone else's podcast. I'm sorry. I don't, that's, I listen to music when I walk around. But the good news is consistency is the key. So I said, you know what, Dave? We're going to podcast on the way to the podcast. So this is the <laughs> on the way to the podcast podcast. So I haven't seen Dave in about two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. It's been two weeks. I just got a fresh $15 haircut. I don't know why I'd ever pay $60 again. I got a coffee. I was waiting for Dave. I said, you know what? I got 11 minutes to kill. Let's see how fast this woman can cut my hair. Walked in, bam, 15 minutes later, I'm out the door with one of the freshest dudes I've ever had. I wish I had a picture to show you. But we're on the way to the podcast. What do you think, Dave? Kevin Connolly, is he going to show up or is he not going to show up? I think he shows up halfway through it. Okay, that's Dave says you. So I talked to Connolly yesterday. Young, young, just give me the address. Tell me the address. Where, where, where is this podcast? Because I'm working in Burbank. So Connolly is editing three episodes of the TV show Snatch for Sony Crackle. He says he's gonna pop over to the to our podcast and be a surprise guest. I don't expect him to. I won't be upset if he doesn't. We'll have him on anyway. But. It'd be nice if Connolly decided to pop over and, and bless us with his amazing presence and strong energy during an early morning, even though it's 10 o'clock and 1 o'clock in Detroit brain. Uh, so, yeah, so so Dave's got the over-under on Connolly coming halfway. I kind of see Connolly showing up at, like, 1140 frantic you know what I mean? He's coming out of an editing session where he has to edit his TV show, and he's editing three shows at one time. So you know what that means, Dave? It's a lot of work. Exactly. <laughs> Dave's a man of many words. A it's a lot of work. So Connolly, he'll, he'll, he'll have a coffee in his hand. He may still be on his vape cigarettes. I don't think he is. I don't know. But I see him with coffee in his hand, walking quickly from room to room, giving notes on episodes. And that is uh, what directing uh, TV does. So Connolly, he's been in, Kev's been in Spain for four months almost. Three, yeah, three months. Since right after the Super Bowl. After the Super Bowl, he got on an airplane, he left, and he went to Spain. Some of us thought he was going into the witness protection program. Other people thought he was going to work, like he said. It turned out he actually... <laughs> what is that, Dave? I don't know. The Beverly Hills Cup theme is my, is my ringtone. Dave's got a ring coming in since we're in the car. Careful, Dave. If we got in an accident during this, it'd be very, very a bummer. Who's that guy on the billboard that looks like me? Anyway, yo, Dave, you got to do something with that. Answer it or don't answer it. Declined it. Good decline. Who do you think it was? I just unidentified. But you know what's annoying though is everywhere I go now, so I already told you about the Fresh Off the Boat Eddie Wong, so now you know the show Dear White People that's got billboards all over the place? Yeah. That is written about my college and the guy who wrote it, so when I first went to the college, my first two weeks I had a 
a two-room suite where there's room, bathroom, room. So there's me and one roommate, and then there's three people in the other room. Yeah. And the guy who wrote Dear White People was one of the three people in the other room, and the other two roommates kicked him out, like, my second week at the school. Did they so, kick him out? Why? I don't They just told me he was weird. That's all they told me, and, and that's all the details I got. So the guy who made Dear White People was my roommate for about five days before the other roommates kicked him out. This is unbelievable. Forget uh, Kevin Bacon, all right? Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. It's now six degrees of stock tip Dave. Dave is the most unassuming human being. He's 5'1", 5'4", 5'6". We'll give you 5'6 for the, for the record. But you're 5'4". So that show makes fun of people like me at, at school. So it's about a minority at a predominantly rich, white, private school. And so basically, it's making fun. The whole, the whole show makes fun of me. That's hilarious because you're you were you were privileged. You were white privileged, and he was a black kid coming from wherever he came from. Yeah. And by the way, I can't believe they kicked him out. And good for him. Now he's coming back with a hit TV show. Well, it was a Dear, movie adopted into a TV show. It was a movie first, I think, like ten years ago, and then Netflix bought the rights to make it a TV show. Really? This guy named Justin Simeon. He got an award for it. That's amazing that you just said that because next week I'm meeting with Mike Epps. You yeah. know, who Mike Epps is the actor comedian, and Epps wants to talk to me about. Uh, starring in my new, uh, this new movie that I wrote called I Killed. Did you read I Killed? You never sent it. Okay, I gotta send it to you. So I Killed is it's it's the impetus was the situation that happened to me when I got beat up, whatever. But Epps wants to star in it. But that's the type of movie, that's the type of independent movie that becomes a TV series for Netflix, where a comedian steps into the underworld and all of a sudden the trajectory is he's starting to run the underworld and he's becoming an accidental boss almost. So I like that Dear White People went from movie to TV because I like that concept and I'm going down that route. I'm going to call two of my finance guys. I got 300000 waiting on it and if I get 700000 more, I can make a million dollar movie with Epps starring. That's the plan. And I don't usually like to talk about this stuff, but since we're living in that age, I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say things I think are going to happen out loud, and I'm saying it. I believe, and I know, I know that I'm going to get along with Epps. Like, people are talking about Mike Epps, you know, he's up and down. I met him one time. And what did he say to you, Dave? No, actually, you'll... Dave's had the worst run-ins with famous people. He, when, I, he, when I was a little we're gonna, kid. We're going to talk about some of this on the podcast, but every time Dave meets a famous person, he usually compliments them on a movie they hated that they did. <laughs> what happened well, with Epps? No, no, well, no, no. I was working for the Atlanta Hawks, it was like 7.45 in the morning, I'm going into work, and there's also a radio station in Atlanta in the same building. So I walk into the uh, elevator, absolutely reeks of weed, and so Mike Epps and his boys are all just stoned out of their mind at 8 o'clock in the morning, about to go make a radio show appearance. So it's basically me going up to work and in a room full of completely stoned people. And so they were just kind of like, and I, I didn't talk to him per se, but you know, he was going up to the radio, all like, stoned, and like there's a big radio. So. Did he have a whole crew with him? <laughs> he had a whole crew with him at like 8 in the morning, stoned to go to the radio show. How many years ago was this? This was like, I want to say 2006, 2007. Wow, so 12 years ago. I always thought Epps was super talented. You can see it. Like, you could see he's one of those dudes, like, if he polished the stand-up to a level that he's capable of, I think he could be a great, like, one of the greats. I really do. The guy's, he's crazy talented. I've seen him destroy rooms before. And I've never met him, so it's really funny. And it's funny because my boy Chris Spencer, who writes and produces for Kevin Hart and Chris and, and Epps and all, a lot of these guys, he, uh, 
he doesn't smoke weed. He doesn't do anything. He's but he's got he's one of the best writers and funniest dudes. So it's so funny to see him like he put this whole thing together for me. So we'll see what happens. I'm excited to meet Epps. I wrote a movie called I Killed. I want to shoot it for a million. And I want it to make 26 million because that's my brother's favorite number, 26 million. Nice. It's just the number I want to th- shoot for. Can I get for. killed in it? You're definitely going to get killed in it. <laughs> I'll make you something. Yo, I told Connolly that when I told Connolly that when uh, when goal comes back, our sports bar goal that we all hang at is going to make a comeback. I told him that on karaoke night, I want to dress you in a tuxedo. And you're going to go around and give everybody the song list. And you're going to sign them up. And then you're going to bring me the paper. And I'm going to host it. And I'm going to do comedy on nights and also host the karaoke. <laughs> so it's just a one package, one-stop shop. We blow it out. We make goal the hottest thing. And then we bring goal. And I open a goal. And I own it in Detroit with these guys. And then we'll take them to Cleveland, we'll take him to Cincinnati, and we're basically just going to follow the pattern that Wahlberg did with Wahlburgers, because you know Wahlburgers came to Detroit, met my crew, opened up in Detroit, and they're killing it, killing it. Yeah, that's Sunset Plaza now. Wahlburgers is? Yeah, Sunset Plaza, they took took over an Italian place. Yeah, I'm sure, Mark's, yeah, Mark's, uh, he's Irish, but him and the Italians, they get along, his partner in Detroit's Italian. Uh, I've never had a Wahlburgers. Maybe I'll try it one day. I don't know. I gotta be honest. This coffee at uh, Kings Road jacks you up. It's got me going strong in the morning. Um, but I got in yesterday from Detroit. We're on our way to the podcast. This is the podcast to the podcast. So Aaron, who produces our podcast, who's over there right now, he's gonna be semi stunned when he gets this clip that I want to put out today, and then we'll put out the podcast tomorrow. Okay. You like that? You good with that? Oh, yeah. So, all right. As long as Dave's good with it. Unless Connelly shows up, then we can do post both of them. Yeah, we could do a two-podcast-a-day situation. Exactly. If Connelly, exactly. If if Kevin shows up, Connelly, we want you in there, bro. You're a great guest. Last time Connelly was on my podcast, he came in and he wore sunglasses. He it was it was it was very interesting. He rolled in in movie star sunglasses, a dark tinted blue shade. Came in high energy, sat down and waited for me to make a comment about the sunglasses. It took me less than forty seconds to comment on the sunglasses. Um, I haven't had Jerry Ferrara, who's a good friend, on my podcast. He's been in New York shooting the TV show Power. Um, we should just do an entourage. I should do an entourage recap episode. Conley, Jerry, Adrian, um, Piven. I don't. He's not coming on. Piven's not going to come on. But um, just me, Conley, and Jerry would be great. And Ad- I can't find Adrian. Me, Conley, Jerry, and Doug. <laughs> That's the podcast I want to do. A retro throwback entourage. Because my time at Entourage was truly one of the most fun times in my life. I didn't make any money. I punched up jokes on the scripts. I worked on some story. I didn't get credit, but I don't care. Doug put me in a lane, and it was just... I had an office, and I already had a deal at ABC, so I couldn't really sign on for Entourage at the time. But I had the most fun I've probably ever had since I've been in Hollywood 20 years. And... I've had chunks of fun. I can imagine. The Entourage fun actually came after the Leo fun. You know, the Leo fun was the most fun you could ever have as a human being. I don't know. And people are always like, they're not always, but like, 
there's there's it's like intent there's certain intangibles that you get in LA like there's things that help you in your career that you don't that don't make sense that they helped you so like say me going clubbing with Leo Kevin Toby and everybody for 10 years 12 years straight you would think on paper that doesn't help you but the association with the crew actually did open a ton of doors for me and I would be remiss if that's the word to say that it didn't help so when I thank Leo when I get an Oscar when I thank Leo he's not gonna know why and I'm gonna say L I just want to thank you for clubbing with me for 12 years straight because <laughs> all those nights in the club opened a lot of doors gave me a lot of material and I have to thank you. I've called your acting coach six times, even though you don't have one, and I've thanked your acting coach. I want to thank you for (laughs) all the great accents you've done and your amazing work uh, in characters, playing amazing dead people that are famous. Uh, There's nobody better. I want to thank you for all the fun nights up at your house where I've made out with Brazilian models that barely spoke English. I kept in touch with them. I want to go. Dave, we'll get you up there one day, but you got to settle down. You you know what I mean? We just... It takes time, and the, the time has kind of passed as far as, like, all the fun, like, the crazy fun, but we used to have crazy fun. I mean, I could tell you, I could tell you stories, maybe we put them on the podcast, and, and we do it to be continued, like when Fonzie was jumping the shark, <laughs> and we'll do it to be continued. Are you paying attention to where we're going? Yes, I am. All right, good. Anyway, I think that's a good 22-minute pre-podcast. Mike Young, stories that need to be told. Stock tip Dave. He's on the poster now. Pay attention, Dave. Um, we're, we're changing lanes right now on the 101. Uh, so that's that's a little tidbit. This has been a preamble to the podcast that you're going to hear today. Mike Young, find me at the real Mike Young on Instagram. Get stock tip Dave at stock at stock tip Dave on Instagram. Um, what, do I have anything else I could talk? Do I, do I have any other handles? YouTube channel. What is our YouTube channel? Stories that need to be told. Stories that need to be told. We got a YouTube channel. Or, or no, sorry, Mike Young's Comedy Station. Mike Young's Comedy Station, not stories that need to be told. Mike Young's Comedy Station. That's the YouTube channel. Dave, I need you to get all these links together, and I'm gonna have these girls I know that have a million followers put put the links on there. Okay. I need you to get organized for me, please. Okay. Alright, we'll talk to you later. Peace. When I was a kid, take me back. Never had to worry about what I did. The one time I'm a man now. Check it out. Gotta get it down. No time getting down. Take me back. When I was a kid, never had to worry about what I did. Coming back for you. But I'm a man now.